Alright, we're live, that's right, the 15 minute fake news wrap, I'm going to, uh, today we're going to talk about the royal family, the British royal family, uh, Harry and Meghan, I'm not sure whether it's Megan, Megan, uh, I'll call her Fred if I have to, uh, their recent visit and their visit out here and some of the things that are probably little known facts about the royal family that well, possibly could freak you out at some stage, so um, I'm going to buckle you in with a tune first, and we're going to go about the royals, so um, hang on, it's a 15 minute news wrap. Fake news. Yeah. 
back anyway. 15 minutes fake news wrap up. Uh, song Arnie Hacks by uh, yours truly, AJ. Swale. All right, we're going to talk about the British Royal Family now because I've just gone through some facts that would blow the froth off most of our cappuccinos in the morning. I mean, the Queen flies with her own supply of blood. That that slightly worries me. Uh, she refuses to eat any crusts on anything. These are just some trivial random facts that the royals are not allowed to play Monopoly. Probably because they own every uh, part of real estate that's actually on the board in real life. Um, they all seem to be related. And uh, this goes back, I, I actually believe Kate and William... That's 13th Cousins or something. Um, the Queen has some secret cousins. You can look this up on YouTube or Google this at any time. The Queen has uh, what they call her forgotten cousins who, because they did uh, keep the Qing pool so, so strong, basically, uh, yes, yeah, she had intellectually disabled cousins that were pretty much kept out of the public view. And the public eye. And the Queen, her birthday's celebrated twice, which I think's great. I think we should have two Fridays in every week as well. Um, but her actual birthday's very close to mine, she, April 21st. But uh, we all celebrate it out here on the day we know as Queen's Birthday weekend. <clears throat> uh, the Royals, they don't eat seafood generally. Um, something about shellfish and their own beliefs, but um, it's the royal po- protocol of, of uh, the way they must sit with their legs crossed and their hands uh, folded is something that I think I don't understand how you could model model your behaviour just uh, due to some rules. But anyway, uh, and the royals don't have a last name. Their um, their last name actually technically was changed after World War One, and I'm trying to th- think of the awful Saxburg Coburg Gotha or something like that and because it was too Germanic after World War One, uh, they basically adopted the name Windsor and Windsor Castle was Windsor Castle a long time before they were the Windsors um, another family that um, yeah, that are related to the Mountbatten's, which we might have heard of. Um, I think the last Mountbatten, unfortunately, met his demise due to an IRA involvement. But um, I do like to hear things like Prince Charles has a copy of Kevin Bloody Wilson's tapes in his glove box. It just makes me laugh. But yeah, so we get down to Prince George, and I reckon he's a cute little kid, and they all deserve to be cute little kids, but... He officially doesn't get to wear long pants until he turns eight, and none of the royals ever had to, and they were never allowed to. I have absolutely no idea why or how you could come up with that, but anyway. um, I thought they broke tradition by having that fantastic preacher, uh, I think it was Bishop Michael Curry? Yeah, that's right, and it was... He was just fantastic. Brought a little bit of life and colour to the ceremony. But um, they are now sort of appealing more um, 
not as distant and not as apart from most of the countries in the Commonwealth. And there is, uh, if you notice the news last night or the night before, uh, Megan and Harry meeting a disabled child that they both embraced, which is um, goes against royal protocol, basically. And um, they didn't seem to mind it. So I think there's a lot of it. Uh, Harry's mum in him, and I, I hope, uh, I hope that comes through, and I hope they're both happy young men because uh, they deserve it. Um, garlic's never allowed to be served on the royal menu. That is one fact that blows my mind. Um, let's go. Yes, see, Kate Middleton here in Germany. The first time she broke royal protocol was by. Uh, hugging a, a child in Germany. <laughs> Typically there is a handshake-only rule. Well, I guess us Masons, uh, everything's kept in common, isn't it? The Royals... Oh, my... The Queen owns gloves from 40 years ago. Some of the oldest artwork in there dates back to 600 AD. Um... These are amazing, amazing facts that, um, although they are strange, uh, they have been um, a a pretty good guiding light for us anyway through World Wars, and I'm not here to rubbish them or anything. I just thought we'd make a quick comment on how the royal family's really personalised itself in the last probably since Camilla and Charles had their civil service. And as a result, uh, we find it easier to relate. And that is why probably the British Empire will probably outlast the American one at this at this rate. But um, I, I think, um, I, I hope all the children, that Harry and William are happy kids um, after losing their mother, they deserve that. So, anyway, enough about the royals. I'm going to get back to you. I want to just mention a quick thing about um, the Aboriginal Tent Embassy in Canberra. So, just hang on for this tune and we'll be back. Yeah. <laughs> 
nothing fake about it and it's probably the history that you're not taught in school which is really important that we all sort of realize and recognize how long this has been going on for and I'm I'm talking about the Aboriginal 10 embassy at the front of the old Parliament House in Canberra I mean uh, that was established in 72 1972 uh, think about the years between then that was the McMahon government and they they pretty much point blank refused to recognize indigenous rights and it was oh well there was a lot of walk-offs there was a walk-off in a station in 66 previously they they had rightly had enough and not many people had taught this in high school history or uh, university 
history because it's probably not one of those topics that are popular. But anyway, there was four members of this group and they were from Redfern and Sydney and um, that has a, a large indigenous population um, and is, well, I think it's one of the greatest parts of Sydney. But anyway, Michael Anderson, Billy Craigie, Bertie Williams and Tony Corey and they were the four indigenous gents that they drove up there with a beach umbrella. Uh, basically, they were the first four that said, look, we've had enough, we deserve a fair go too. And uh, this was all follow, followed on. We had the Mabo decision that was one of the best... Uh, I was studying politics at school at the time, was one of the best decisions that... Um, recognised or gave credence to and validity to basically what are human rights, uh, which you shouldn't have to seek validity for. But um, it's still, I mean, the Aboriginal people, they only got the vote, I think it was, I think it was 67 or something. Uh, I'm going to check that, but I think it was 67. Uh, I can't believe it that we had, people fighting in both world wars for us of indigenous uh, heritage but uh, it was fine for them to die for the country but just you can't have a vote in it and I'm basically uh, rattling on about this 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 afternoon uh, just basically to make people aware that that 10 embassy is still there and a lot of the rights are still fighting for haven't been given to them, and um, all the sorries in the world are great, uh, but this is something we need to look at if it, and really adjust our sense, uh, our mind, mind set towards it. It's really imperative that these guys, these four blokes that just took off out of Redfern, you know, probably didn't have two, two cents to their name and said, no, we're going to Canberra, and we're not having it. And I think that's fantastic. It's it's how uh, great things have started, but the thing is that many people just gloss over it. So anyway, at the end of it today, I thought I'd give those people that started it and the people that are following on in this proud tradition and the tradition we should really hold our indigenous people in i thought it needed a bit of a spotlight and i'll i'll probably continue to do that until the time that uh i think everyone's playing with a straight bat and yeah it's on the square so that's been it it's been 15 minutes of fake long news for me (laughs) um look catch me next time uh if not uh, you can see me at details79 uh, Instagram and just post a comment there if you like or any general suggestions. Alright guys, that's been 15 minutes, the fake news wrap. Alright, thank you.